From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Yeah, very good morning, Mike. Job numbers stateside were good, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Friday night saw the release of uh, of the monthly non-farm payrolls report in the US. And so that's a read on how many jobs were created in the US economy in January. Uh, very important for the Federal Reserve, particularly what impact that labour demand has on, on wage growth. Now, yeah, jobs growth was much, much stronger than expected. The US economy added 517,000 jobs in January, uh, which is important when you look at the expectations, because expectations were for 188,000, so a huge number compared to expectations. Largest monthly gain since July 22. Uh, it follows five months of slowing employment growth. They revised December up as well, so you've got a double whammy there. So if you look at um, the, the number I like to look at, Mike, if you look at the rolling three-month average, so you take the monthly volatility out, the rolling three-month average now 356,000. Pre-pandemic, that uh, uh, back in 2000, we go back to 2019, three-month rolling average was 163,000. So you can see the issue the Fed's got there. Unemployment rate fell to the lowest level oh, for 54 years, 3.4%, uh, so the lowest level since 1969. Uh, but in face of these sort of seemingly crazy strong numbers, uh, wage growth, which is very important for Jerome Powell, it did soften. Um, average hourly earnings grew 4.4% in January from a year earlier. That's down from 4.8% in December. And you've also got this background of these increasing tech company layoffs as well. But still, that pace of wage growth, probably still not quite what the Fed wants to see. I just, I just think you need to see this number in a little bit of context, Mike. You, we've had a huge rally uh, or fall in US interest rates as the markets over there are sort of preempting and anticipating when the Fed will sort of change the tune on monetary policy. Mm. Uh, and with that, you've had this very strong rally in US share markets as well, particularly in the, in the NASDAQ and those tech companies. So this number potentially scares uh, the Fed. Uh, but I really, really urge caution in reading too much into one outcome here. Uh, the non-farm payroll numbers have been showing a slowing trend in employment growth. And this number is subject to seasonal adjustment. You know, you didn't actually add 517,000 jobs. It's been seasonally adjusted. Uh, you've had three years of really volatile data, and that affects seasonal adjustment. I think we need to see more than more than just one number. Mm. But it did sort of put interest rates back up, um, and that's continued overnight as well. So U.S. 10-year rates a little bit higher, and it pulled the U.S. share markets back Friday night, and that's uh, carrying on overnight as well. Speaking of interest rates, what about ours? Yeah, look, we, Mike, we have had some really significant movements in 2023 so far in the financial markets. Some of these probably not hitting the headlines because a few other things have been going on as well. But, you know, at a very high level, interest rates, wholesale interest rates, they are much, much lower. Uh, the share market's also had a very strong start as well. Just quickly looking at these wholesale interest rates, they're really important in setting mortgage rates. Well, here are the numbers, Mike. At the peak last year in October, the five-year swap rate, which sets one of, the, one of the rates we used to set mortgage rates, that got to a high of 5.17. So this is why we're seeing you know, those longer-term mortgage rates in the sevens. We were getting worried about seeing eights. We were worried about high, high, how high they were going to go. On Friday last week, Mike, that five-year rate fell to 4.05. So the five-year rate's fallen well over 1% from the peak. That's a very significant move. Now, there are no absolute certainties in financial markets, but I think we can be reasonably confident in saying that longer-term fixed-rate mortgages have probably seen their highs. So, so what does this mean for you and I and listeners out there? Well, look, floating mortgage rates will probably still go up. There's still upside on the official cash rate. 
that drives the floating rate. That means your six-month rate, your one-year rate, maybe as far out as your two-year rate could sort of still push up a little bit. But assuming inflation and the labour market pressures moderate this year, we can see light at the end of the tunnel. One wee caveat on that, let's not get ahead of ourselves just yet. We're not there quite yet. Inflation is not in control. At the end of last week, after that US jobs report, Kiwi dollar fell quite a bit. We don't want to see that baked in. Lower New Zealand dollar equals more imported inflation. Of course, the Auckland floods, the recovery and repair, potentially inflationary as well. So the RBNZ is going to be wary of sending any signals that the war on inflation is one, but the light is there, Mike, at the end of the tunnel. Hope so. What are the numbers? Uh, the Dow Jones down 121 points, 33,803. That's 0.36 uh, percent. The S&P 500, uh, 4108, 0.68 of a percent. Uh, that's 28 points, uh, so it's lower. And the Nasdaq has come back down through 12,000, 11,898, 108.489 of a percent. The FTSE 100 lost 0.82 of a percent, 7836. The Nikkei that was up 0.67, 27693. Is the close there. Shanghai Composite lost three quarters of percent, three two three eight. Uh, the A six two hundred yesterday lost nineteen point seven five three eight quarter of percent fall. And on Friday we gained point three seven percent on the index fifty forty five point gain twelve thousand one hundred ninety seven. Kiwi dollar here you go point six two eight two much lower following that non farm payroll report. Uh, the Aussie dollar point nine one four eight against the Kiwi. 0.5860 euro, 0.5232 pounds, 83.39 Japanese yen, gold $1,866.05. You found a little bit of good news for uh, Tuesday morning. Brent crude much lower, $80.55. Take it. We'll see you tomorrow. JMIWealth.co.nz. Andrew Kelleher.